Support for Appalachian Vibes comes from Fretmill Music Company and Lawrence C. Musgrove Associates. Appalachian Vibes is an opportunity to challenge the expectations and highlight the diversity of music created in the Appalachian region. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. Today on Appalachian Vibes, my guests are soul folk artist Rebecca Todd, Carol Joy, a Venezuelan-American educational singer-songwriter, and one of Saturday night's headliners at the Appalachian Vibes Music Festival, Asheville's high-energy psychedelic rock band, The Snozberries. My first guest is Rebecca Todd. I left my heart on the streets of Santiago so the dogs could eat up my pain. I hope they swallow it whole. Maybe then I can let go if it's pumping through somebody else's veins. And that was about heartbreak because we broke up and I was like so sad. (laughs) So that song is about a boy (laughs) that I met um, many years ago and he was living in Chile and I went to visit him and it was like this whole dramatic love story. I went to to Santiago de Chile and hung out with him. And he was, he was from America, but bilingual and living out there and just had this crazy couple of weeks. And Chile is like crazy. They party until 4am. They're psycho about soccer. You know, there are dogs all throughout the streets. It's this very vibrant place. Um, So yeah, I just had a lot of cool experiences there and wrote a song about it.
I take synchronicities as breadcrumbs that I'm on the right path and I just keep going. My dad and mom, they both got lung cancer, different kinds of lung cancer from different things in life. It, both of them had lung cancer that metastasized to their brain and they both died of brain tumors within eight years of each other. And it was just crazy growing up. The number eight was like very significant in my life. It was the first word my father ever taught me because he wanted me to walk around as like an 18 month old or whatever, saying the word eight or the number eight so that he could say things like, what's the square root of 64? And I would be like eight. (laughs) So eight was very significant. And my father died on December 8th at 8 a.m. My mother died almost exactly eight years later. In fact, she died on November 29th. And because of like a crazy snowstorm, I couldn't even schedule her funeral until December 8th, literally eight years later. So it was this bittersweet love story. You know, they both died from the same thing and all with around the number eight, which of course, to get cheesy with it, makes me think of the infinity symbol. So just life is crazy, you know? (laughs) And you're left wondering like, what is the significance of that? Because you can feel that there is significance, but I'm sure pinpointing what that is, is difficult. It is. And I think that that is the great mystery to me so far in life. Um, Synchronicities often happen to all of us, whether or not we recognize it. But the thing that makes me crazy is that sometimes they never reveal themselves to you. You never fully find out why. You just know that you're part of this thing that's bigger and you just trust it. That was a really big breadcrumb that I maybe could have done without, but it happened and it's taught me so much. And while they are no longer with me, their love and their lessons truly are with me every day. Like two days ago, I was raking leaves and I thought, how am I going to get this giant pile of leaves from here all the way down the hill by myself? And then I saw this tarp and I was like, oh yeah. And I thought of when I was a kid, how much I hated raking leaves because my dad would make me put them all on the tarp and then drag the tarp down. So I was like, thanks dad. And I put the leaves on the tarp. (laughs) So little lessons, you know. Travel came to me like a boy in the rain with his head hung low and his feet in puddles of shame trouble came to me said can i have a glass of water ma'am and i said of course you can won't you come on in Ooh, trouble came oh trouble came Trouble stayed in my home Uninvitedly
Listening to Appalachian Vibes, I'm Amanda Baki. If you're just joining me, my guest is North Carolina soul and folk artist Rebecca Todd. Even when we're young, when we're young girls, we're concerned with being, for lack of better terms, sexy. You know, that's what we want when we're like hitting puberty and stuff. That's all we care about. And I think that I I find that I battle that all the time. With booking, um, I find that it is interesting because I'm still booking for myself, right? So I often battle the expectations that people have for me as a front woman female with a band. The expectation overall is you need to be nice and you need to be sexy. Woo. You know, Um, that is very frustrating. Because then what happens is they meet the businesswoman, Rebecca Todd. That's who they're talking to via email, not whoever they want me to be. Um, And I'm not rude or mean. I'm simply to the point and direct like any other male booking agent would be. And it has definitely presented some challenges for me in the past. I've had people sign contracts go back on the contract before the gig and then after the gig, try and completely not pay me and my entire band to the point where I had to pull out businesswoman Rebecca. Because when you're on stage, you're expected to be this Rebecca. Till the wheels fall off. I ain't 
Production support for Appalachian Vibes is made possible by Lawrence C. Musgrove Associates Incorporated, providing administrative services for pension, annuity, health, and welfare plans since 1977. Lawrence C. Musgrove Associates, musgroveassoc.com. Appalachian Vibes is brought to you by Fretmill Music Company, offering stringed instruments for makers such as Taylor, Martin, Breedlove, and Hudson Dalton, open seven days a week. Fretmill Music also takes consignments. Learn more at fretmill.com. Fretmill Music Company is now open seven days a week to cater to all of your musical needs. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, and 11 to 4, Saturdays and Sundays. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. Do you have a stringed instrument just collecting dust in the corner of your room? Fretmill Music Company also does consignments. Bring your gear in today and let us sell it for you. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. You're listening to Appalachian Vibes. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. My next guest is Carol Joy. My name is Carolina Smalls, but I am better known as Carol Joy. That's my stage name. The type of music I perform, I try to cover different genres. Um, I don't have the voice for different genres, though. <laughs> uh, so I try to ask for help from other musicians who actually do belong to the genres I want to play. Mostly my art is in the songwriting of the song. My team and I, we try to do, um, combine the creative arts with uh, wellness, and we try to promote wellness and education through our music. I belong to a, an area of entertainment that I guess you can consider educational entertainment because all my songs have a message uh, for entertainment purposes, but also of positive messages for education in uh, how to protect your mind, your state of mind. I've been involved in the field of neuroscience for more than 15 years. So in my songs, I try to emphasize a lot about you know, protecting your brain, not just from a physical injury, which is what most people are very familiar with. You know, I will put a helmet to protect my head and, you know, that will protect me from a head injury. Um, but I am more about protecting your brain from the emotions, from all the social and environmental factors that may play a role in your state of mind and therefore in your brain. Life took me to a time where I was going through a kidney infection. And I was, again, on my level two of life. <laughs> I was in my 20s. Um, my, I had a, a big infection, and I didn't know, because some of these infections you don't even know until it's too late. So I remember just going through the clinic the first night and uh, not knowing how bad it was. So during this time... You know, I lost a lot of weight. I, my body was very weak. Um, and my, again, my self-defense mechanism was just to write. And to write and, you know, and to imagine what I was going to do if I woke up the next day. 
you know, and so it was very powerful, you know, to say, okay, if I'm alive tomorrow, I want to do this. If I'm alive tomorrow, and it, and it was, um, I, I remember the doctors were incredible and they were, you know, telling me, oh, I'm so glad that you're doing this because it's what kept me going, you know. And it was that kind of like desire that I have not to, you know, not to die at that moment, that I just wanted to be alive. So the song Alive, it's about that. It's about, you know, every new day, wow, I'm alive. It was that realization. It was just so cool. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm alive. Since my heart's beating and I'm breathing, I'm alive. Right, doctor? I'm not there. Sometimes I'm down without a fear Cause I'm not dead And I'm alive And when I fall and my heart breaks I better learn from my mistakes While I'm not dead And I'm alive I find a way to bring more joy into my life Cause I'm not dead And I'm alive For my brain more than my Songwriter, uh, but I believe the the person who influenced me the most towards uh, music would have been my my dad, my dad and and my mom. I grew up in a very musical family where we used to just gather in our living room and play different instruments. My dad taught me how to play the ukulele when I was seven years old, and I started school very early. Uh, when I was four years old, I was in first grade, uh, which is a little crazy now that I that I think about it. I was always, you know, I always had these periods of suffering because I was different. You know, I was so young. I, kids wouldn't involve me in different activities. They call me, you know, nerdy, weirdo. <laughs> I was always the very young one. My dad and my mom both thought, you know, what a wonderful thing would be to teach her how to play an instrument so I can have a little bit more self-esteem. They did just that. I mean, my dad, when he taught me how to play the ukulele, although we play another instrument in Venezuela called cuatro. Cuatro means four. It's a four-string instrument that is very similar to a ukulele, but the name is cuatro. So he taught me how to play that, and since then I've been 
writing my own songs to calm my own sufferings <laughs> of feeling different and excluded. And, you know, when kids bullied me at school or, or something happened in my life, I just started like letting it all out on a paper. So I think that was wonderful when my dad gave me that present because it was a present for life. I like to think of um, aging as uh, levels of life. <laughs> so I grew up until level two, so until I was on my 20s, <laughs> and now I'm in level four of my <laughs> game of life. <laughs> so I have been half of my life in Venezuela and half of my life here in the United States. So I am truly, truly an American Venezuelan artist. I actually came all by myself, like the song says, all by myself. Um, I came all by myself. I, and what brought me was originally uh, my country was going through very rough times. It, it's still going, sadly. Um, you know, right now we're under dictatorship. Um, but back then, it was just starting uh, about 20 years ago. I was working in uh, gas and oil. That was my field. And um, at some point, you know, the military took over the petroleum company and basically in an illegal manner, um, everybody who was working, all engineers working in the petroleum company, the oil company, had to leave. We were illegally fired. And, uh, and for that reason, I had to basically leave from the country because I was considered not just me, but Everyone who had worked in uh, the petroleum company back then was considered against the government. The moment when I left the country, it was um, very stressful. Um, the engineers that were working in the petroleum company were put in a list, and this list called the Tascon list, uh, everybody from Venezuela will be familiar with it, uh, was uh, public knowledge, uh, and especially for the government. Many people got kidnapped and, and killed and persecuted and um, it was it was a very scary uh, situation back then. My song uh, Think Like a Genius is about once you realize the amazing creation you have inside of you which is that amazing brain just like Albert Einstein and Isaac Newton then use it for a good purpose.
of my ideas and my creations. I better use more than five senses to do good for generations. When I use my brain for good. At some point, I had to present to a very large crowd, and I, I don't, I don't think it was on purpose, but I was given the wrong information about this crowd, about my audience. I thought I was going to be presenting to preschool teachers and uh, teachers of elementary school, and that that was going to be my audience. So I prepped some songs that were for that level. I mean, for elementary school. <laughs> teachers and I you know prepped a very colorful presentation because I mean imagine it's preschool and, and elementary so very colorful all the colors in the world which I also love and um and I was about to sing my songs but before I did it I actually because I they didn't look like teachers <laughs> and that's the thing I was just like curious I was like wait a moment <laughs> am I in the right place but I did see a lot of uh policemen in the area so I was just like what is going on? I mean, I, don't, I just wouldn't put together that a lot of teachers and a lot of policemen. Because I was like, why? Why do we have this? The audience were, um, you know, people from the jail um, and, and the police. And they were people, they were psychologists. They were different psychologists, life coaches. And it was more that kind of an audience. But it definitely, it was not preschool teachers. And when I asked, you know, how? many teachers are in the audience like four people raised their hand and I was like how many doctors I mean how many people I was just trying to gather it's like what is this audience and then suddenly I, I realized there was just that people from from the jails and so I was like okay well switching here because I was gonna sing a song about the brain and it was for kids but I switched to this song that is the third song that I brought for you and, and the reason that I switched to this song is because this song is, is, is not so much about education, but it's more about feeling. It's about realizing that the way that you express yourself um, may make a big difference in somebody else's life at some given moment. And so I invited everybody on the audience who were comfortable with this to actually hug and hold each other. I said, if you are not comfortable with holding each other and hugging each other, at least just come close to each other and let the arms, you know, touch each other. Just, again, just be present. Amanda, and when I did that, not only people were, like, willing to hug. I mean, you could see all these policemen, like, hugging all these people. All Some people were in recovery. You know, the psychologists, everybody just hugging in the auditorium. It was, like, more than 300 people. It made me go like there was a big knot on my throat and I just burst into tears. And I, I don't know who cried because I was crying or they were crying before. I don't know. I, I couldn't determine. The, the point is that it was so powerful and so moving that I said this probably could have been one of my favorite songs. But just because it brings me that moment and into mind, I said, 
no matter what, you know, we're all humans. So I said, no matter what my audience is today, it could have been the preschool teachers that I thought, or it could have been, you know, the audience or the strippers. <laughs> it could have been the strippers. <laughs> but no matter what the audience is, the point is that we're all humans. And so if we can learn a little bit more and be more, more aware of it, that maybe something, um, you know, a posture, uh, a way you look somebody, the word you said to somebody, how that affected that person's life at that moment. Try to do it with sensitivity. I mean, try to realize that you don't know what the person might be going through. So might as well do it nicely, um, but also be kind with yourself. With my sensitive eyes, I can see through you. I see that you are kind and see that you are true. You are kind and honest. I can see that. With my sensitive ears, I can hear the world, the sound that nature brings, and the most Words like thank you, please, nice to see you. And with my sensitive hands, sensitive hands I connect to you. And I feel in my heart the same you're feeling too. And with my
Production support for Appalachian Vibes comes from Quality and Dutchin off Highway 220 in Collinsville, Virginia. The Quality and Dutchin is a choice hotel online at choicehotels.com. Appalachian Vibes Music Festival is presented by Fretmill Music Company, taking place over Labor Day weekend at Mountain Valley Brewing in Axton, Virginia. Three days of local regional bands, vendors, fire dancers, and more. Learn more at AppalachianVibes.net. Every Saturday, Fretmill Music Company features a different guitar of the week from our store. It will be 10% off for that week only, so come and get it before it's gone. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to be in the know regarding all our specials. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. Wanting a new instrument? Fretmill Music Company offers trade-ins, layaways, and credit options. Fretmill Music Company is located in downtown Roanoke at 21 Salem Avenue Southeast. Give them a call at 540-982-6686. My last guest is Asheville's high-energy psychedelic rock band, The Snozberries. I'm Ethan, and I play guitar, and uh, I do lead vocals, and we're both in The Snozberries. I'm Ian, and I play keyboards and do uh, backup vocals. Describe your music a little bit. Sure. It's kind of, uh, I would say it's kind of like Creed meets Nickelback. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, That's my uh, favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to yuck your yum. That's cool. No, I, a lot of people describe it as um, maybe like Frank Zappa meets Black Sabbath, which I think is kind of a cool way to look at it. But yeah, honestly, like Asheville's music scene, uh, we we joke that it's a very incestuous music scene. We all play with each other. And like, I have a weekly gig with, you know, members of Empire Strikes Brass, Downtown Abbey and the Echoes. And Ian plays with the Paper Crowns, In Flight, and with all these other groups. What is that sound? What is the Asheville sound? I think the Asheville sound is sort of like a melting pot of, of genres of music and experiences from musicians. That's That's just the exciting thing because every musician has you know, a different level of experience, but also a, a different sound and a, and their own uniqueness, uh, I feel like. So tell me about your song, Now and Then. Now and Then, that song was written by Sean Mason, um, who was our late drummer. He actually wrote that song with a different group as an instrumental song. Uh, earlier group was called Vertigo Jazz Project. We ended up rewriting the song with him. We added some sections and changed some things around. and he came to us with lyrics and it's one of the only times he's really ever come to us with very serious like thoughtful lyrics and I was really impressed with it and then the other really interesting story about it is um, at his memorial last year all the bands that he played in throughout the, his years in Asheville all got together and played a set one after the other and so Vertigo Jazz Project played right before the Snozberries played it was so funny because they have two or three songs that were early versions of songs that we ended up rewriting and having words to. And like, they've developed so much over the years. So like, this was one that people after the show came up and they were like, 
I thought it would be weird to hear these songs one after the other, but it was actually the coolest experience I've ever had because like, I got to hear these songs develop in real time. <laughs> there are those Sean pass why did he seem to have left suddenly yeah um yeah he uh, he overdosed man yeah yeah 
Was that a was that something that you guys knew he had a problem with? Mm. Not really. I mean, not to that extent. Or yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot that kind of went into it. Um, but yeah, it was very surprising. Um, it was shocking for sure. Um, talking to him the night before and how excited he was about the future. It was definitely not something that um not something he was planning for either yeah but i know that if he was a really experienced user he probably wouldn't have overdosed yeah he he wasn't yeah usually it's the people who haven't been using long who just start using and you know like intravenously or even when people are getting laced with it and Mm -hmm. cocaine and uh, fentanyl i mean fentanyl is killing so many people Mm -hmm. and is that a big problem in Asheville? that's um that's one of the leading theories of what happened with him um so yeah yeah, it's uh it's it's definitely a problem here um so for people who are you know i don't judge what anybody does so if people are you know using harder substances i would just hope that they know where they're getting them from and thank you for sharing that i hope that um that helps somebody else who hears yeah this. it's uh it, it's scary um yeah lose, losing somebody that close to you unexpectedly is definitely um it it was preventable put it that way it was it was preventable it didn't need to happen that way well tell me about sean as a person let's celebrate <clears throat> his life um, he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of going back a little bit earlier to when you were saying, um, I've heard Asheville's very competitive basically. So my story, which ties into it's, it, it all comes full circle about Sean. When I moved here, I, you know, I thought I was really good because I came from St. Louis, which is a very small music scene. And, um, I just had like, I was very distorted in where I was actually at. Um, and there was this weekly jam at uh, Tressa's, which no longer exists, um, but Sean and our friends, Lenny, JP, um, and then sometimes Preston um, would all be in this jam every week. And it's a big open funk jam. Um, and I went out there and just got my butt kicked like completely um, and had to work really hard. Um, so kind of speaking to what you said, you can't necessarily just walk into Asheville and, and crush it unless you're already at that level. Um, but Sean was the first person to encourage me. Um, he, after a couple months, he just walked up one day and he said, you know, that sounded good. Keep at it. I looked up to him so much. So to hear him say that was like, Oh, it was the coolest thing to hear in the world to then be playing in a band with him a couple of years later was just like, it was pretty mind blowing. That's the kind of person he is. He is just very open and accepting and warm and like wants everybody to be involved and included. <laughs> he hit the nail on the head there. Snitch and Randy. It's off our first EP. Um, it's just a really high energy, fun, psychedelic song that has a lot of different composed sections. If Snitch and Randy was a character um, in the song, then I feel like the music would kind of fit that ominous, sketchy kind of guy. 
listening to Appalachian Vibes. If you're just joining me, my guest is Asheville's high-energy psychedelic rock band, the Snozberries. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. Free is really just about like, you know, listening to the wind and like listening to nature and just kind of going with the flow and feeling free. <laughs> being a hippie. Being yeah, hippie. yeah, being a hippie. Yeah. Hippie vibes. Good vibes, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Appalachian Vibes is brought to you by Fretinal Music Company and Lawrence C. Musgrove Associates. You can learn more about the artists at AppalachianVibes.net or catch up on past episodes and nominate an artist there. We'll see you guys next week.